Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Fat Boys Dynasty Podcast. As always, coming at you, Bo and Brant. We're going to break down some uh, waiver wire finds. I know it's getting late in the season. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about some waiver wire uh, players for this this uh, this week to help you move forward. And uh, let's we're going to jump straight into this, and uh, let's see where we're at with this. Uh, Bo, if you want to kick us off with your first one, um, and then I'll bring it back. Yeah, I'll be. I'd be glad to get us started off here. So um, this week I'm I'm going a little different, Brant. Instead of doing like completely low, like dumpster dive guys, I'm going with guys that are are rostered a little bit more, but there's still plenty of flexibility um, for them to be found in, in some leagues. So the first one is Kadarius Tony, who's currently rostered in about sixty percent of leagues. Um, and you know, Kadarius Tony was off to a rough start with New York Giants this year. Um, missed a lot of games for, you know, injuries and, and you know, uh, personal conduct at the beginning of the season or whatever. Uh, but last week, uh, Kadarius Tony um, had like his second game, but really his first full week with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he came out and had five targets, four receptions, uh, 57 yards and a touchdown. Now, I do want to add that McCole Hardman was out, so that may have uh, contributed to some of these um, targets a little bit, but Kadarius Tony, I know, is a guy that uh, Kansas City Chiefs definitely they were aggressive to go out and get they paid a premium for him uh, and again this is just a chance to own uh, a weapon a pass catcher if you will um, connected to Patrick Mahomes and and who doesn't love that so he's available in about 40% of leagues um, if he's out there and available he's definitely worth a pickup so, so so absolutely that's a that's a great guy to go go after and get um so while you're you're over there scraping you know the top of the dumpster looking for you know the fine cheese and and, and only the the fine thrown away cheese i should say i'm gonna come back on you and i'm gonna jump in at instant way or instant deep dives these guys i'm talking are owned in less than 40 percent of leagues i believe most of them are less than 35 percent and i'm gonna go with my deepest of deep just because it kind of goes with the same thing that you went here um, i'm going with deandre carter of the los angeles chargers he's only owned in okay so he's owned in 42 percent of leagues but this guy has been a top 30 wide out the last two weeks played over 80 percent of snaps the last three weeks obviously not counting their bye weeks He's, he's been out there for, you know, the majority of the snaps. And if Williams and Allen miss time, this guy's just a big body wide receiver. He found the end zone this past week. And he's, he's a big guy. I've actually had a start in the last two weeks in our uh, deep uh, – deep fantasy holics league as as a bi-week fill-in which as long as Allen or or um as long as Allen or Williams is missing some time this guy is definitely a, a startable piece in the flex option and we all know that 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 receiving core gets banged up pretty easily so this guy could be an easy quick start and, and uh I believe Gerald Everett went down a little bit this uh this past uh, uh this past week so uh that's something to monitor also in that Chargers offense yeah, absolutely. DeAndre Carter is definitely a guy that uh, is fun to watch. You know, he gets the ball in his hands and and in space. He can make people miss. He gets uh, has that yak ability, yard after catch. And uh, if he, if he gets, catches a five yard slant on the the you know the Chargers twenty yard line, he could take it eighty yards to the house. So this is definitely a, a worthwhile pickup um, if he's out there in your league, especially if you're in a deep league. He's definitely a guy to to go you know go pick up while uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Mike Williams are out, like you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
so I'm gonna I'm gonna move into the tight end spot here. Um, and Brand, I know this one's gonna be near and dear to your heart because you and I have both been on the uh, Justin Fields um, takeover or takeoff here um, the last several weeks. And and a large part of why he's taking off the way he has has been Cole Komet, uh, who was a guy that you and I said was was gonna be a top ten tight end at the beginning of the season and. Uh, don't don't look now, but if he keeps up at the pace he's had the last two weeks, he'll be there at the end of the season, and, and you and I will be proved right. So, um, current, <coughs> excuse me, currently Cole Komet is rostered in 53% of leagues on sleeper, um, so again, available in about 47%. Um, and over the last three weeks, this guy has had five touchdowns, so he's definitely becoming a Justin Fields um, red zone target, um, definitely a guy that, that Justin Fields is getting comfortable with on the field for over 90% of snaps almost every week of the season. Uh, and again, the last two weeks respectively, he's had six targets and seven targets. So this is a guy that, while Justin Fields still doesn't throw a ton, um, it, it's becoming very air apparent that Cole Komet is one of his very first reads that he looks for when he does decide to throw that ball. Um, so Cole Komet's a guy that if, if he's available in your league and you, you don't have a, a Travis Kelsey or you know a Mark Andrews and, and you want to have um, – a guy that's capable of being the tight end one on the week. This is this is a name for you. So Cole Komet, definitely worth looking at. Yeah, don't look now, but uh, he already has climbed into the top ten over the last two weeks just with those two explosions. And Cole Komet and Justin Fields is I'm all about. Uh, we talked about Fields a couple weeks ago to go out and pick him up. Well, I picked him up. I've been playing him in two leagues. I played Cole Komet in, t- Cole Komet in two leagues. So... I'm I'm absolutely on this commit train. This is a guy that that you know you get him. You can almost plug and play. I know the first two weeks looked gross, and a lot of people got rid of him and don't want to look back. Well, guess what? Now's the time to go ahead and reach back into that bag and bring him back to your roster because him and him and Fields are going to. Uh, keep a lot of people fantasy relevant um i'm crawling out of the basement in my family league and those are two guys that have been helping me crawl out of that basement of the league so uh, absolutely so uh i'm gonna go back uh, i'll come back to the wide receiver that i have also but i'm gonna jump over there to the tight end that if you do need another one that if cole Komet's not there that this guy is 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 probably not rostered in your league uh he's only owned in 31 percent of leagues and that's foster monroe um, for the Las Vegas Raiders. I know it's gross. That Raiders offense is gross outside of Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. But with Renfro and Waller missing time on the IR, Foster Monroe is set to be you know, the wider, or tight end one there in that offense. And over the last four weeks, he's he's been seeing over 95% of the snaps on the field. He's saw um, four or more targets the last four weeks. So this guy can be, you know, he's going to get targeted. We've seen the Raiders. They play from behind quite a bit. they got to throw the ball quite a bit. And so Foster Monroe's a guy that's going to get targeted, and and he's not he's he shouldn't hang up a goose egg, and he could be a very valuable option. We've seen him fill in for Waller um, in years past, so this is another time just to go grab him. Especially if you're a Waller owner, I would be out to grabbing this guy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Again, this is another one that uh, uh, Josh McDaniel's going to have to get this offense rolling, or he's going to be without a job real short after, especially after losing to. Uh, Jeff Saturday and the Colts offense uh, this this weekend. Uh, he's he's definitely going to be on the hot seat. And Bill Belichick's looking at his chops, going, "Here comes my offensive coordinator back to town." Um, <laughs> I got somebody yeah, to call plays. <laughs> he's going to have to get this figured out real quick. And uh, you know, I know I know a big part of it's Devontae Adams, and and Monroe's going to see targets with Devontae Adams getting them because it's going to be the Adams show. But uh, somebody else is going to benefit from that. Uh, and again, you know, the 
tight end is something that Derek Carr has always liked in, in his offense. So definitely worth a roster spot, especially like you mentioned, if you missed out on uh, uh, Darren Waller and you had to put him on one of your IR spots. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go to my absolute favorite waiver claim that I think we've had period this off season. And this is a guy that in our, uh, you know, local dynasty league that you and I are a part of. I, I sold my soul to get this guy in the draft. I, I made a big trade after the draft to acquire him. Um, and uh, it didn't start out very good on the season. You know, dropping a 75, would-be 75-yard touchdown to start the season, uh, losing trust with Aaron Rodgers right off the bat. But this guy looks like he's finally starting to get it. Uh, and that's Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. He's rostered in about 17% of leagues right now, so basically available everywhere. Um this guy this week saw 84% of snaps, eight targets, four receptions, 170 yards, and three, or 107 yards, excuse me, 107, and three touchdowns. And right now, prior to the start of the Monday night game, he's wide receiver three on the week. Um, and this is big for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, Rodgers has been looking for that guy. Um, and he's also been looking for a way to get off of the losing streak of, of five games. And Rodgers found it this week in Christian Watson. Um, and the, the most interesting thing of this to me is Christian Watson, Christian Watson actually had a 40% target share this week. Um, Rodgers only threw the ball 20 times, and eight of those went to uh, Christian Watson. So Rodgers is definitely trying to get the ball into his hands. Um, it definitely looks like the way to, uh, to get off the losing streak um, and to have that offense marching up and down the field moving forward. So this is a guy... Um, that I think not only do you pick up on waivers this week, but you pick him up and you put him in your starting lineup. Um, I, I, I just think the sky's the limit. I, I don't think you're going to see three touchdown weeks every week, but he's the type of guy who can take the top off a of defense. He's the fastest player in the Green Bay offense, uh, and they're going to look for ways to get the ball in his hands moving forward, and this is one that I'm very, very excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I watched. Uh, I didn't even really know a whole lot about this guy prior to this draft here, and then you brought up his name, and and I went and checked him out. And this guy, this guy has uncanny athletic ability, and it, it, as soon as they get on the page, which it looks like they did this week, it's it. The sky's the limit for those two. Um, so my next guy is a uh, wide receiver. Like I said, I'm going to come back to it. This guy has produced a touchdown uh, the last three times that he's been in the game with the quarterback that came back to under center this week for the Indianapolis Colts. And your Matt Ryan, I know that you, you know, Matt Ryan's near and dear to your heart. And it was, you sent me that message on Sunday and said he was back under starting center. And I go, oh, okay, so now we can have some wide receivers with some relevancy again there in Indy. And not only did we have that, I do believe Jonathan Taylor put on one heck of a performance this week too um but uh yeah the paris campbell has found the end zone the last three times that he has been on the field with matt ryan so that's a plus we know who he's looking for in the red zone um and he's he, he, paris campbell has played uh 75 of snaps in nine out of ten ga- ten games this year he's only owned in 30 percent of leagues this is a guy that once again He's playing 75% of snaps and is a great 1B or number two in that offense. I know it's not the greatest of offense to own, but with Matt Ryan back under center this week, he saw uh, in week 10, Campbell saw nine targets and found the end zone. Like I said, this is a deep stash. I know know in uh, a few leagues I saw him get dropped over the last few weeks. 
this is a guy I'm not dropping because it, Saturday looks like he may have that offense clicking on all cylinders. Now this may be a uh, one week and done thing, so I don't know if I'm quickly going to jump him, throw him into the lineup like I would with Christian Watson. But uh, this is definitely a guy that I'm grabbing this week, and, and I'm looking to uh, hold on to him and see what see what goes on with that offense. Um, it looks. Watching the you know watching the replay of the game, it looked like Jeff Saturday may have the uh, the Colts back on the track where we thought where you where you and me both thought they were going to start the season as. So uh, Indy may be a fun team to be watching the rest of this year. Yeah, absolutely. And and first of all, I want to say Jonathan Taylor is currently uh, running back one in the week for fantasy at, at this point. So uh, unless you see a huge game out of Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, or Miles Sanders, he probably stays there. Um, so definitely good to see that uh, uh, coming from Indianapolis. And then, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I was I was uh, over the top excited about uh, Matt Ryan. That brings value to you know not only Michael Pittman but Paris Campbell and and Alec Pierce as well. And uh, I know on the Sunday morning live start sit, you and I were kind of all over the place with with not uh, starting any Colts wide receivers and, and benching them this week. And uh, uh, I think that was most of the nation that was in on the same agreements with us because nobody had any idea that Matt Ryan was going to be the starting quarterback, including uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. They had planned all week for it to be Sam Ellinger. There was nothing come out to say otherwise until Matt Ryan stepped out and went under center. And I do want to say Matt Ryan, old man Matt Ryan, <coughs> took off and had a 40-yard rush play this week. Um, I, I'm going to have to go back and look, but that may be the longest rush of his entire career. Uh, and it was it was it was funny. It, you know, at one point it looked like he was going to go down to avoid a hit, and then out of nowhere, one of his wide receivers came and threw an amazing block, and he got another 10 yards out of it. Uh, and you know, even as an avid Falcons fan, I'm sitting on my couch screaming, "Go, Matt, go!" <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely some excitement there again. And and you know. Um, Jeff Saturday got a lot of a lot of screen time this weekend. You know, anytime there wasn't a play on the field, uh, they were kind of panning over to see what he was doing on the sidelines. And and man, uh, in the locker room and everything else, these Colts guys just look like they're very enthused by uh, Jeff Saturday. And I heard a great great quote uh, after the end of that game. And, and with Jeff Saturday in town, every day is a Saturday for these Indianapolis Colts. Um, so I definitely look for that offense to keep churning out some positive weeks moving forward. Um, as long as there's no injuries, and and I think you're you're going to start to see those fantasy relevant numbers come back to that offense um, that that made a lot of people draft those guys at the start of the season. So definitely some positive things to take away from that game there uh, against the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, and 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 I I saw a few things on uh, on Twitter and all that about uh you know Jeff Saturday's uh, tweet a couple weeks ago about how horrible the Raiders are, and uh, so it sounds like he started mind games with the. With the Vegas Raiders a few weeks ago, and just continued them going into the game by uh, throwing out Matt Ryan and not telling anybody. But yeah, I, I think Jeff Saturday is going to get that team going in the right direction. I think they're going to be uh, very relevant for the rest of the year, and I think they may slowly start to sneak back into that playoff picture where you and me both had them projected to be. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, guys, I just want to put this out. Uh, make sure you guys pay attention to our Facebook page, the Fat Boys Dynasty page. We've been throwing out prop bets here and there. Um, we both did fairly decent this week on ours. Um, we're getting better and better each week. We're learning, you know, more and more. And uh, But, yeah, we, we're putting out some prop bets. We're, uh, we're turning some money over on our side. So uh, we'd love to help you guys out. So make sure you check out our page. 
Uh, there'll be one or two, maybe a few more coming out on our page later today on Monday if you happen to get this uh, before the Monday night game starts. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. And then we're also throwing them out on the live every Sunday morning at nine or at uh, nine central, uh, 10, uh, 10 Eastern. Uh, make sure you guys come and join us on there and ask any, you know, any starts or sick questions or how we feel about certain players or prop bets. We're always there to answer it. Yeah, listen, I'm not I'm not one of those people that like to toot my own horn, uh, Brant, uh, and I know you're not either. We both don't uh, do not do that kind of thing. But uh, this Sunday we had some pretty good uh, advice on those start sits and, and some of the guys we advised to sit, uh, you know, plummeted, and some of the guys that we told people to start over, some of those other guys had really good weeks. So uh, a lot of people who tuned, tune in on, on Sunday were very happy after this weekend. So um, definitely a good week for the Fat Boys. So, you know, make sure you tune in. Thanksgiving, people are going to want to know about food too. So you know, make sure you're you're in there listening. We had the best question of the entire week was what's one one must have and one must avoid for Thanksgiving. So we have fun on our on our Sunday morning live start sits. We got a great group of people that tune in weekly. Um, so so don't miss out. Jump in and be a part of it. Yeah, and as always, stay hungry and stay fat, my friends.